0: All right, y'all, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Bedroom Talks podcast where we get financially intimate. Today, I have a treat for you. We have a remarkable guest who turned adversity into inspiration and created a thriving business that empowers small businesses to secure funding without leaning on personal credit. Join us as we sit down with the brilliant entrepreneur, Ebony Andrews, founder of EA Marie Enterprises, Emily's journey is is truly a testament to the power of determination and innovative strategies. And she's here to share her incredible story and insight on how she achieved financial success while overcoming challenges. Stay tuned as we delve into her unique experiences and discover transformative techniques that she used to build her business from the ground up within a mere six months. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and equipped with practical knowledge that can help you achieve your own financial goals. Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate, a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. All right. All right. Y'all, this is a treat. A truly a treat because this is the very first time I have a guest on the podcast. You're going to be seeing more guest episodes, hearing more guest episodes in the coming months, but I'm super excited about this one being the first because she is truly a gem and I resonate so much with her story because there's so many things that are very similar to mine, and I just love that. So uh, thank you, Ebony. So excited to have you here with us and have this conversation today. Why don't you start off just kind of uh, let the audience know a little bit about who you are and what you do in your own words.
1: Okay, Okay. well, my name is Ebony Andrews. Andrews. Michelle, we have the same middle name, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, Um, So I help small businesses obtain funding for purchasing business cards. Um, without using personal credit so that they can escape a poverty mindset by using other people's money to fund or grow their business.
0: I love it. I love it. Um, Actually, I did notice that in your business, name, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if her middle name is Marie. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, Okay. So we're just going to jump right in here, go, you know, Head first, I was going to say feet first, and I'm like, well, (laughs) I I don't know, I guess sometimes that actually is not a good thing. Um, (laughs) All right, so we're just going to jump right in here and um, ask uh, a very important question that's going to really take depth pretty quickly, and that is, uh, can you tell us what inspired you to embark on your financial journey, and how has it evolved over time?
1: Great question. Great question. Well, well I, have I have a story, a story behind behind my journey. my journey. I'm going to tell I'm gonna you tell tell briefly. briefly. Okay. Okay. Back in Back 2021, in 2021 I, was asleep. I was asleep. And I woke, and up, I for woke up for a day. day. I, discovered I discovered that my that car was my car gone. Was gone. Um, so, um, basically so basically, my, car, my was car was, car was the the car dead. Dead. Totally. And... And... I was kind counten- counten- of, I, I didn't know what to, know do, what to do because, do, because but I didn't have to, um, um, I couldn't afford it because I was too busy helping somebody else chase their dreams, working a nine to five where I couldn't afford my livelihood. Um, And it's just like a spark went off in me and I was just like, you know, this is it. I just felt like I was in a sunken place and I said, you know what? the next car that I buy is going to be in my business name and I'm going to build business credit. Um, there was this lady on YouTube. A lot of people have probably heard of her. Her name is Noah Randall and she kind of helped spark the information about business credit to me. And so once that happened, I said, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice for however long I need to sacrifice so I can change my life so I can be, um, free and be an entrepreneur um and earn multiple streams of income passively and so um i did that for six months building business credit and i was able to purchase some business cards no money down um no social security number required
0: EIN only
1: um and so here i am
0: that is absolutely impressive absolutely impressive i mean I don't know about y'all, but to have a car without using your personal credit and no money down would be absolutely a blessing. Okay. So uh, first and foremost, if you want to learn more about how to do that, um, definitely connect with Ebony. I can tell you that at the end, you're going to get more information about how you can connect with her and other resources that she has available. But that is truly inspiring and to go from, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I woke up in the morning and realized that my car was stolen or even if, um, you know, not, or even if, but, and on top of that, that it was involved in a crime, like, because like mm-hmm. you ain't getting your car back anytime soon, even if they find the car, right. Because yeah. it's part yeah. of the investigation and stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that is just, I would, I would lose it. I would one hundred percent lose my mind.
1: <laughs> so, and they actually, and they actually find the call. That's that, crazy. At that, that point, I could drive,
0: drive it. Though, though. You know. Yeah. Um, so what you, what I hear is you took an extremely difficult and unfortunate circumstance, and you thought to yourself. I I don't have any choice but to make this work somehow. So how am I going to make this work? So basically, you capitalized on an opportunity that wasn't wasn't something that you wanted. It wasn't an ideal situation, but you made it work. You overcame yeah. Yeah. adversity and utilized that opportunity to make a business out of your mess. Yes, like, yes, my, my pain. Pain. definitely definitely. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, you know, kind of continuing that and going a little bit further. I'm curious, can you share with us a pivotal moment or experience that transformed your approach to money and wealth building?
1: Okay, a pivotal, okay, a pivotal moment would have to be um, when I introduced myself, I mentioned a poverty mindset. And I feel like in the community that I grew up in, um, along with me, Um, That was a mindset that I clung to. And through this experience, um, I had to change from the inside out, you know, so I can be successful long term because anybody can start a business. But what about the longevity of your business? And so I feel like that comes from internal thinking. Um, And so uh, stepping outside and stepping outside of my fear. Um, not being impulsive, not being emotional with my purchases um, and, and making sure that I change my behavior from spending money to growing money. So, you know, how can I take this money to invest to grow um, into a business? basically and um separating my business from my personal um because back in 2020 i had another business which really wasn't a business it was a side hustle (laughs) um i I made pretty good money um but it was a mess because i had all of my personal nine to five money with that business in one account Um, and so using another way to escape a poverty mindset in my eyes is using other people's money to fund or grow your business, you know, so.
0: Amazing, amazing. Um, you unpacked so many things there that I, I'm like, how? where do I go? Where do I start? Um, thinking <laughs> about the poverty mindset aspect, listen, I get it. I 100% get it because um, I grew up in the inner city. It was really crazy where I grew up. There was a lot of, you know, crime and not the best neighborhood. And we were basically living paycheck to paycheck. I remember having electricity cut off multiple times and, you know, not not much to go by. So I 100% get that because what I, I talk to people all the time, especially with my clients and things like that. And I explain to them we are emotionally tied to our financial decisions, whether we like it or not. Okay. But there's a way to overcome that. There's a way to shift that and maneuver it. Right. And I personally had to do that in order to overcome some of my financial struggles that I was walking through in order to be in the place that I'm in now. So, um, thinking thinking about that piece specifically the poverty mindset if you if you can think of like one thing whether it's a quote a word a scripture or even just a thought that you had that you had to tell yourself or remind yourself regularly to help you shift out of that poverty mindset what would that be That is is a a great 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 question, question, Michelle. Michelle. (laughs) I would
1: say I would have to go with a scripture because I feel like this entire experience, even though it was a little painful, (laughs) um, I feel like it kind of came from God, you know, because I feel like he was like, okay, it's time. I'm going to allow this to happen to you so you can walk into the purpose that I placed over your life. And I sacrificed a lot during those six months. And I remember um, one particular time this verse came to me. And you know when it's the Holy Spirit because it just kind of touches you in a different way, you know. And the verse is Exodus 14 14, where it says, The Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. And I had so much going on um, that could have distracted me. To say, oh, well, I'm on oh, well, this, this business because I got bills, I got and bills pay, pay, you know, you whatever. whatever. I'm, already I'm, already scared. Scared. Know. I'm scared of success. I'm scared of failing, you know. So, um, that verse, I have to go back to that verse because it says, the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. So, staying calm doesn't mean being stagnant and doing anything, but it's kind of like an internal rest um, Wow you're moving ahead with the plan that you have for your business
0: or your life or whatever. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. The Lord fights for us. He truly, truly does. And uh, just thinking about that, just thinking about how much he fights for us, even to the capacity of things that we don't understand. We don't know half of what he's doing for us. Yes. yes. At all. <laughs> Right.
1: It can be. It
0: can be. It can be frustrating be too. Mm, because you be. Know you know you know um. So yeah. David. David. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So I want to kind of move into a little bit more practicality and talk a little bit about things that the listeners can start to truly implement themselves outside of just the. Uh, mindset elements so what are some practical strategies or tips that you personally have used to overcome financial setbacks or challenges so this is going back to you know in the beginning when you were trying to figure out how to you know overcome the situation or even things that you've learned uh, over the years that have helped you with your business
1: well um having a plan for one and when I say having a plan, let me kind of paint a picture for you. I was in a pre-revenue or idea stage of my business, guys. So I wasn't even bringing in money. I wasn't making revenue. I was just building my credit. Um, so that was my plan. Um, and um, planning what I was going to do. Um, and, and remembering the importance of structuring my business because that is far more important than the actual business credit score. So, um, having a business email, um, not Gmail or Yahoo or anything like that, having a toll free number, um, having a business website, having a business bank account very important. Um, and of course, your LLC and your EIN number. So, just having that structure with a plan, um, you know, is, is really what got me where I am practically.
0: Yes. I actually learned the same lesson when it comes to having a business email, um, specifically because people weren't getting my emails and I couldn't figure out why at first. And then I realized I had a, I had created another Gmail account that was for my business, but it wasn't the professional email. Mm -hmm. And like I ended up, I now use Google workspace, which used to be something else. And I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but originally it was just a regular personal Gmail account, but it was not my regular one. It was specific for the business. The problem Mm -hmm. is that. The emails, Gmail and other uh, email providers looked at it if, as it was spam because it was coming from a personal email and not a business email. Mm. So mm. I ended up getting Google Workspace and creating a business email address. And now people actually get my emails. <laughs> it makes a oh, little difference, oh, right? So you're so your Google, Google Workspace? Google Workspace. Mm Mm-hmm. I I do do love love it. Yeah. It's so easy. So easy. so many things you can do in there. Yeah. Um and then the website thing too. Let's talk about that for a minute because I know when I started off, one of the things that, you know, first off, when I start when I started my business, it was like, okay, everything that I can do for free, I'm doing for free because I don't have much to work with, right? And so there are a lot of people out there that are thinking the same thing. mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. A lot of times, depending on what you have going on, almost all the time, you need some sort of website. Right. And I actually found out about landing pages and ways that you can get landing pages for little to no cost while you're in the process of building some stuff up and then, you know, save money for an actual website. So what are your thoughts on that? And, uh, you know, do you have any tips or suggestions for that?
1: Uh, Well, I use For the purpose of business credit, um, you do need a website because creditors and lenders or even people who give out grants um, want to see that you take your business seriously and they want to see, you know, how they can contact you or where you're located or whatever. Um, And so for that sole purpose, I use Wix. Um, It's extremely easy because it's kind of like a template. Um, you just pick your colors and you plug in all of your information, and it creates the website for you. So you know, no need in getting hung up on. You know, I want my website to be fancy with all these colors and graphics or whatever. Um, in the beginning, like you said, you know, you don't have a bunch of money for that for somebody to develop your your website or whatever. So Wix um, is a great platform. To use to start start off with.
0: Off with. I also actually uh, use Wix I now have a website developer which took a while to get there but yeah. she <laughs> she did everything for me and she doesn't like to use the templates because she's a creative designer so she does her own thing but it's it's very easy to use like I have to go in and the back end and do other things for my blog and things like that every once in a while but it's it's very seamless. And when you have a template, it makes it so much more um, mm-hmm. user friendly, so to speak. Right. So yes, yes, definitely, definitely, the list that you have
1: to do. So um, work smarter, not harder. Right.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So thank you so much for sharing that information. Course, now, let's talk a little bit about balance okay
1: okay, okay. Let's I,
0: that. Let's talk about I, it. I personally I work a full-time job and I run a business on the side I actually have multiple elements to my business and I'm an adjunct professor which is basically part-time okay. Okay. online mm-hmm. and I also have a life and I serve <laughs> in ministry right so it's a lot Right. So there's probably people listening that are in similar situations, maybe not as much as me, maybe not as much as you, but you know, maybe they've got multiple things going on. And it's really kind of a a struggle, not just to do it all in general, but when it comes to money management in your personal and your business finances. So let's talk about how you balance the emotional and practical aspects of money management in your life.
1: Okay. Okay. Emotional aspects, money management. So we're not talking about About schedule. schedule.
0: Right. How balancing the emotional and the practical. So like, so we we can kind of actually go into the other piece as well for schedule uh, aspects um, afterwards, but think about, the overwhelm that that you can get between between all of that,
1: right? I would say first things first, a planner. You need a planner. If we're gonna talk about practicality, go get you a planner. You can go to Dollar Tree. That's why when I started this business in 2021, I went to Dollar Tree and I got me a planner. And um yeah it it helped me so much because I'm I'm more of a person that likes to write things down. I know a lot of people are um, or digital. Um, but I'm, I'm a little old school with that, <clears throat> but yeah, a planner and, and just making sure that you prioritize and that planner is going to help you do that. Cause you know, you have so many things that you have to do, but what's more important, you know, what's more of a priority. Um, and it's kind of like, I need to follow my own advice. Cause even today I need to prioritize some things. Um, so I really feel like this a never ending battle is prioritizing as an entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, a planner prioritizing, um, let's see other practical things, emotional things, I guess, not overwhelming yourself, wanting to do it all, you know, just pacing yourself. Um, that's also something I have to consistently remind myself of because I'm such a Kind of like a go, go, go type person. Let's get it done, done, done. Um, And I kind of, with that, want my results to be big. (laughs) I kind of just want to blow up or, you know, make a lot of money or get a lot of followers or whatever. So I'll work myself to the bone trying to get that instead of just remembering like, Ebony, you're still new at this. You know, just pace yourself because this is your life. You know, this this is this is my life. So I I just have to remember that mentally.
0: Yes, I 100 percent agree, especially with having a planner or something of that nature. I, I don't know. There is no way that I could get through things that I do without having that. I mean, I went so far in the beginning as to do block scheduling of things and literally say, okay, I think this is going to take me this amount of time. So I'm going to do this from this time to this time. This is from this time to this time. Like I would literally put the times next to the task of when I plan on working on it. I would put a timer on my phone to go off about every 45 to 50 minutes. So I got up and actually took a quick break, went to the bathroom, got something to eat. I put my um, my breakfast, lunch, and dinner times on my schedule. (laughs) I put on there to shower. I love Uh, it. Right. I put on there that I needed to have quiet time. Although it wasn't, I I wasn't doing it to try to schedule it in. I was doing it because it helped me to really see the full picture of the time that I was spending on other things so that I could, um, really hone in on that time. Right. So I had to do that. I absolutely had to do those I don't do that as extensively now because I got so much better at it over time. Mm-hmm. But like today, I have been going since 7 a.m. this morning.
1: Oh, wow. And wow.
0: it is now
1: 5.30, 530 <laughs>
0: in the afternoon as we're recording, in the evening as we're recording this episode. So it, it has been a day. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm about done, when this what is, is over. good? but i had to thoroughly schedule out my day to make sure i got everything done right yes, so yes, definitely 100% um, so i'm going to i'm going to kind of go i'm going to go here for just a moment i want to i want us to get really real for a minute i'm going to ask you okay, okay i love real, I love real. girl to girl woman to woman okay thinking about <sighs> You got your business finances, you got your personal finances. I remember earlier you said make sure you keep them separate, right? You've got, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, or whatever, and trying to figure out how to balance the two and not, you know, not doing too many things and not overwhelming yourself. But sometimes, sometimes I want nice things for myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to get a, pair of shoes. Sometimes I want to go on a mini vacation or a cruise or a girl's trip. Or sometimes I just want, you know, to go out to lunch with the girls, anything like that. Sometimes I just want to spoil myself with a spa day, right? So it is really hard sometimes when we are so focused on you know, our goals and the, the things that we desire and we're trying to balance it all and manage it all. Right. But yet we really want to enjoy those things that bring us life. And those things that we like, we work hard. Right. And so the things that we is, enjoy, is. the things that bring us peace, the, you know, all of that, we, we want to have those things. Right. Um, <clears throat> so talk to me a little bit about, you know, in the beginning, you mentioned how you had to do some sacrificing. Yes. I personally had to do the same thing. <laughs> how did you kind of wrap your mindset around uh, sacrificing in some of those areas for a short time frame, and and how you approach those particular things now?
1: Um, um I like I like mentioned taking a break, and that may not be spa day. That may not be lunch with the girls, but to me, that's luxury—is having the ability to take a break Um, because I have to reset my mind. Um, And repeat your question one more time, so Uh I can. (laughs) Okay, that's
0: okay. So, so we'll start. We'll start with the first part because it was really a two-part question. So, we'll start with the first part. Going back to in the beginning when you know you had that situation happen with the car and you were trying to figure things out and and build your business at the same time um you mentioned how you had to do some sacrificing it is really hard to get to the point of allowing ourselves to or or wrapping our minds around i have to sacrifice even though i'm working really hard for something right so how did you how did you come to that frame of mind to remind yourself always that you know, I'm doing the sacrificing now, but later it's going to benefit me in such and such way.
1: Um, budgeting, you know, just trying to make sure that I budget for things um, when I do take a break from um, me sacrificing. So um, having a budget to where I can, um, spend on myself, um, to, to
0: love on myself. So. I like that. I like that. Definitely. But budgeting is crucial for sure. I'm curious. Did you maybe, were there other things that you did that you kind of were able to enjoy some stuff without it costing much or maybe being, um, you know, not very expensive that you were still able to basically treat yourself without spending money or spending much money?
1: Yes, that's a great question. Um Great question because I got more than one answer. So I go to the park a lot um because I like to listen to the birds. I like to see the little turtles, you know, just simple things in life instead of just trying to, you know, be successful and run this business. Um, and so just kind of turning it off and, and, and taking a moment to just enjoy nature. Um, and then another thing that I do, which is, um, going to the coffee shop, I go to the coffee shop and I get me a matcha, um, or a muffin or something. And um, sometimes I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> sometimes I may bring my computer um, you know, or my cell phone and you know, I may be posting some things on social media um, or um, doing answering some emails, you know, just a little light work. Um, because to me, that's a way for me to avoid paying taxes because I'm working, I use my business debit card to spend twenty dollars at this coffee shop you know, just to take myself away from the hustle and bustle of the business. Um, But, you know, I may answer an email or two. I'm doing business and I'm taking a coffee break at the same time. So I know that may be a little contradictory, but for me, that works.
0: (laughs) No, I understand. I 100 percent understand. And, you know, what's interesting is because I was listening to another podcast recently and the person was talking about, um, you know, they had moved to a new area like a year before and they felt like lonely and frustrated and like they had no friends. And the episode was basically all about how to find new friends and collaborate and network with people by going to a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. How many meetings happen in coffee shops? How many new adventures, new friendships happen in coffee shops? And will you realize it? Mm-hmm. Right. So I love that. I also love that you shared the aspect of bringing, you know, your laptop like, yeah, maybe maybe once a week or twice a week. We're going to go to the coffee shop to unwind and, you know, we're going to, you know, do a little bit of business at the same time. Maybe we we'll plan to be there for two hours and we'll do like half hour, 45 minutes, you know, of, what I mean? you know business stuff, <laughs> save that receipt and use all your taxes. There's nothing wrong with that because you're doing business stuff. Now, mm-hmm. now, don't say that you're going to do business stuff. Take your laptop and not do anything. Because,
1: oh, no, no. <laughs>
0: no, you don't no, want to
1: You want to be. be <laughs> that's another, that's thing another thing as, thing as an entrepreneur, as entrepreneur is being ethical, having um, integrity, you know, doing the right thing when no one is looking like that is key.
0: Absolutely. 100%. And, you know, it's funny, too, because if. If you're sitting there and you're working on something, you have your drink or whatever, don't be like all the way shy in the corner. You can be near other people. Maybe have like only one headphone in or I say headphone, one earbud in or something like that. That showed my age. <laughs> only one earbud in or something like that. Right. So that you can still kind of somebody walks by. You know, you can even have take you know a fancy bag with you that looks that's that's catchy that's going to catch somebody's eye or something on the back of your laptop that people will see, right? Something that's going to draw somebody's attention that they say hi and conversate back with them. Next thing you know, you could be having a business conversation, set up some yes, type yes. of networking uh, event, or you know, set up a call like this. And I mean, there's just, just a realm of possibilities of things that you can do, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That just, and, and it's it's interesting because, you know, we're trying to separate things, but at the same time, as entrepreneurs and business owners, our worlds tend to collide yeah, within yeah. themselves or, or within one another. Um, but there are ways to just kind of, you know, keep that balance between the two. But yeah, I definitely love that coffee shop idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely.
0: Yeah. Sometimes Um, I kind of get a a little cute.
1: um, And I might post a TikTok, you know, and say something about my business. So it's kind of like a day out while working a little bit. So
0: it works for me. Absolutely. And you can even go further and you can tag the coffee shop that you were at on your TikTok or your reel or whatever. And if they see it, they may comment, they may share it, and you might even get more of an audience.
1: You know what? what? That's a good idea.
0: (laughs) Mental note made. Yes. I've done it. (laughs) Um, Actually, someone taught me to do that. And I was like, that's a really good idea. Um, So next time I go to a coffee shop, I will be doing that. Mm (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So last big question for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone who is just starting their journey toward financial empowerment or abundance?
1: Just starting their journey. Hmm. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. It's not always about money. It's not always about keeping up with the Joneses or, um, you know, what other people think. Follow your heart because that's really what's going to keep you going. And at the same time, it's allowing you to live out your purpose. And when you live out your purpose, um, you, you get a sense of fulfillment, you know. So it's not all about the money. It's not all about the cars or business credit or whatever. Um, Just follow your heart.
0: I love that. I was actually on um, Clubhouse earlier this afternoon hosting a room on there. I don't know if you're super familiar with Clubhouse, but I was talking about how to be business minded. Right. And so one of the things they were talking about or one of the things we were talking about on there is that you can have like you can have an idea about mm-hmm. a business mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can have an idea of where you want to take your business but if you don't have the passion behind it
1: mm-hmm. you're
0: not going to get very far you're going to get burned. Out. exactly you're going to mm-hmm. get burned out exactly so you have to have passion you have to understand the depth or the why behind what you're doing whether it's a business and you're, you're trying to build that business or whether it's just working on your personal finances and you don't want to worry about a business at all. In your own career, you've got to find passion in any area of your life, but also when it comes yeah. to yeah. financial empowerment, financial freedom, abundance, wealth building, whatever you want to call it.
1: In Mm -hmm. order
0: to truly achieve that, you have to be passionate about why you are doing what you're doing. What is your ultimate goal? So I'm going to ask you, Ebony, what is your deepest passion and how is that moving you toward your goal?
1: Well, my deepest passion um, would be helping people. I feel like, um, and when I say helping people, I, people who know me personally know what I mean when I say this, I help people who want to help themselves. Um, and so I feel like different people have different gifts. So I'm not just saying I want to, you know, help anybody. Um, but I like to help people who feel stuck, um, who feel without a way, um, who has passion within them and, um, they want to escape, um, feeling like a bird in the cage or, you know, whatever, because I feel like, um, that's where I was at one point. Um, and so I feel like I, I use my life as an example to, um, speak to other people and say, Hey, if I, if I can do it, you can do it too. Um, it, as long as, you you know, you follow your heart, whatever your passion or your skill is, you can turn that into a business um, and you can even teach people how you did it because that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm a business credit coach. Um, so, yeah.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, kind of honing in on that a little bit more, I think when we talked Previous to this, I asked you a question, Mm -hmm. and if I remember correctly, it was something along the lines of um, who your greatest mentor was and how that person, uh, you know, helped you to help to shape who you are today. i would curious if you can talk about that a little bit.
1: Okay. Okay. So when we say so when we mentor, say, are we talking about like from our personal, personal life or, or our,
0: professional our professional life? If it's different, you choose which one. Um, and it doesn't, and when we think about mentors, I just want to preface this for anybody listening. When we think about mentors, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody you personally know. It can be somebody you follow. It can be somebody that is no longer here that you learned and researched a lot about who they are and what they did and, and their example resonated with you A mentor can be anything. So um, yeah, so I'll let you decide if it's two different people, you decide which one you feel led to share more.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I feel like personally my mentor would have to be my mom. I would have to give it to her because my mom has, um, been through some things in life, but one thing about her, she never gives up, she keeps going, um, and, you know, as I mentioned, me sacrificing, it was tough, you know, (laughs) like, I can't even go into detail, but within those moments of me wanting to quit, even though quitting is not an option, I learned it from her, you know, um, And um, she also believes in being resourceful and making connections. Um, And, you know, just like I've connected with you, Dr. Michelle, um, I feel like that is key. Um, So that's something that I've taken along with me in my personal and my professional life. Um, And when we want to talk about the business world, let's see. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Patrice Jordan. Um, a, A lot of people... Out there on the internet may have heard of her Um, she's a business credit coach Um, she was once an immigrant um, and so there's adversity Um, and you know now she makes six figures um, and she built her empire without a social security number because she was an immigrant you know and so she really taught me a lot um, about this whole process you know i have a lot of information from her that helped me to be where i am today um one thing she used to always say was uh run your own race um you know don't look at other people and what they're doing some people may get a business card in three months or four months you know just keep your eyes on your own road basically run your own race so um yeah those will those be the, will be the, the personal, person person to and
0: I love it. I was thinking as you were saying that um, the advice that she gave you, I was thinking this statement of we're about to damn self. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what stuck in my head. And I was like, Michelle, Michelle. Yep, yep. <laughs> but Definitely. honestly, I mean, I we really have really
1: to, because we get so caught up, you know, paying attention to other people because social media, I love social media. I feel like it's a great tool that we have to use. Um, But it can be a little corrupt, you know, and it can get to us mentally and you just have to check yourself. And like you said, worry about yourself, you know, so yeah. Yeah
0: absolutely and then i just want to uh real quick go back to what you said about your mom i love that i love that your mom is the example for you there are many many individuals especially young women that have great examples from their mother that they saw overcome you know some major challenges Mm -hmm. challenges and if, if that is you if you have a mother who you saw overcome challenges Pay attention to what she did, ask her questions, you know, just sit down with her. I'm sure she'd be willing to chat with you Um, and know that everybody doesn't have that. Um, I personally don't have that kind of relationship with my mother. And it's an unfortunate situation. I I love my mother. Uh, We just have very different lives. And unfortunately, they don't. they don't intertwine with one another as much as I would like to. But I have mother figures in my life. Okay. Okay. I have mother figures in my life and I pay attention to them. I pay attention to what they do. I ask them questions, you know, things of that nature. So I would just wanted to take a moment to say if that's you, if you're listening today and you don't have a mother in your life that you can sit down with, talk to and glean from, See if there is someone, a woman in your life that um, maybe isn't more, um, we'll call her seasoned. <laughs> and, um, you know, see, see if she's willing to sit down with you and chat about things. I can almost guarantee you there's at least one woman in your life that wants to sit down and chat with you. So. Absolutely. Yes,
1: absolutely. Definitely.
0: Um, I want to take a moment and just ask you if there is anything else on your heart that you feel like you're, you know, just you really need to share or, uh, something that, you know, we didn't get to that you wanted to put out there.
1: Um, I guess the fact that, um, we can go back to when I said I was in the pre-revenue stage or, um, the idea stage of my business. I just want to reiterate that with people, um, that you could, And I also want to reiterate with people that business credit is not just for purchasing cars. Um, Business credit is really um, like the longevity of your business, you know, because anybody can start a business. But how long will your business last? You know, because we both know things happen in business. You know, sometimes things are going to go wrong. Um, And so if you have business credit, it's kind of a... um, a mechanism you have put in place if something goes wrong where you can keep your business going, you know. Um, so when I talk about these cars, it's not just about the cars, you know, um, it's just having a safety net put in place for your business, um, to so your business can survive and thrive. So, so
0: assets, right? Assets and having assets for your business right
1: definitely
0: definitely. overlap day (laughs) yep and the other thing i was thinking about as you were saying that too is that's also why it's so important that as soon as you're able to you need to get at least an llc Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you're just a sole proprietor and something happens with your business and you get sued or something of that nature your personal life is going to take more of a hit. But if you have at least an LLC, your business and your personal is going to be more separated and you can protect your personal life while things are going on with your business. Um, I don't what uh, do you have any? Um not that I wanna keep asking, I'm gonna keep thinking of things to talk about if I don't end this soon, but it's if you fun. have I any thoughts on oh, that. Oh, <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've experienced anything like that or know anybody who has and you have a, a, you know, a piece of advice on that. If not, that's totally okay too.
1: Um, where something went wrong and I didn't have. I personally I, I can't think of anybody who's had an LLC and something went wrong um but i like dr michelle said it is key it is very important um if you're going to be conducting business whether you're a freelancer whether you're making a thousand dollars a month you know um because it's all about possibilities right so you don't know where that business can grow you know you don't know what idea could spark or you know you could um start another business so yeah yeah
0: absolutely and in most cases do you think um someone who has an llc has a greater a greater chance at approval for certain things like scholarship or scholarships grants business credit things of that nature versus definitely. Who an LLC?
1: definitely definitely yeah. um
0: <clears throat> in my
1: program i teach because i have two ebooks Um, the first ebook talks about specifically structuring your business. Um, and so within this ebook, you're going to learn how to properly set up your business, not just for business credit. It could be grants, you know? Um, so definitely LLC, um, setting everything up properly is the way we want to go these days. Instead of side hustling, we want to make sure that we're being a serious business owner, regardless if you're still working a nine to five or not, because I was, when I started this business, I was working a nine to five. Um, so yeah.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. I'm going to give you a moment, uh, to share, uh, your, your freebies, your offer, your social, things of that nature for anyone who wants to connect with you. But before I do, I always love to end on some type of positive note. So um, put you on the spot here. Is there a quote or a phrase and not going back to what we shared earlier, but is there a, a quote or a phrase or anything that you just want to leave the audience with to encourage them on their journey
1: yes yes um i never lose i either win or learn a lesson by miss nelson mandela um i have that written in my planner actually um because sometimes our losses can seem like losses but really they're wins because you learn something um so yeah and you know just keep going you know pace yourself step by step you know, just focus on today. Um, I'm talking to myself when I say these, just focus on today and show up for today, do your best today and just know that your best today may not be your best this tomorrow, you know? So.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. I love that. I'm going to have to write that down myself now. Now I'm trying to remember the exact way you said it. Um, you never lose. I, you never, only I never win.
1: I either win, I either win or, uh, or uh, learn, a learn
0: a lesson. Never either win or learn a lesson. I love it. I'm gonna and write things,
1: that down. I want to add something to say that. Things are always working out for you. Um, another person I feel like that has inspired me is Noel Randall on um, YouTube. I think I mentioned her. I remember that she said that that you have to because you have to talk to yourself as an entrepreneur, you know, because sometimes it's mental warfare. Um, <laughs> and she said things are always working out for you. Say that things are always working out for me. Um, and so I have to keep that in mind, even when, you know, things go kind of wonky in my business It's like, things are always working out for me. I'm growing, I'm expanding, I'm going to keep going, you know, so.
0: I love it. I love it. I want to invite everybody who's listening right now to say that things are always working out for me. me.
1: Things are always working. working. Either that's personal personal or personal or or business.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, go ahead and take uh, some time now to share um, whatever freebies you have, whatever offer you have, and how people connect with can connect with you on social media.
1: Okay. Um, so I actually have a link tree that has everything in it. It has my website, my paid eBooks. I have a free eBook in there. I have um, a free 15 minute discovery call. Um, just to kind of make sure that we're both a good fit to do business together. Um, I have a business bank account that you could use. That's best for small businesses. Where we both can earn $50. Um, where you can find that link tree. Is um, Instagram. EA.Marie.Enterprise. Um, same as TikTok. EA.Marie.Enterprise. And my Facebook is EA marie. Um, And also within that link tree, you'll find my program. I have a cars into cash bootcamp. Okay. So it's a nine week bootcamp where we um, completely set up your business and we start building your business credit profile. Um, I also give you a blueprint to what you will follow when you get to the dealership, you know, by you doing no money down or EIN only. Um, And so all of that is found within that link tree on my social media bio.
0: Girl, you got me wanting to sign up for that boot (laughs) camp.
1: I'm going to check it out. I'm
0: going to check it out. And I know a few people (laughs) in in this program. (laughs) I know a few people I'm going to send it to, too, because I know a few people that really need to get their, their booty rolling on things like that. Um, so time is time next. Absolutely, absolutely. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for this amazing discussion. Um, it has truly been a pleasure having you today. Yes, yes. I feel the same. I feel the same. Awesome. Um, so for those that are listening, um, thank you for your your continued support on this podcast. Definitely connect with Abany and uh look forward to more guest episodes that are going to bring you even more depth and uh fun and information for your financial freedom journey and speaking of which if you are struggling if you are frustrated you are living paycheck to paycheck and you need to just get out of the cycle i have a workshop it is pretty much every month it's free two days. And it is the financial mastery workshop. You can check that out at www.financialabundanceblueprint.com forward slash workshop. All right, y'all. Until next time, we will see you soon. Bye.